evening. Welcome to another episode of The Blackness Furnace with me, Robert. With me, Pete. My lap mount. Yeah, let me just turn this real quick, so. Shimmy Dan. And the wives are out. It's just hey. the guys in. Not that hey. that means anything. The bachelors <laughs> are about. These two, can't leave the, these two can't leave the house because they've got children. I am lazy. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Chinese. Which I'll be getting You're after this podcast. podcast. Yeah, because don't worry. She, she, she won't listen to this one. I, I won't send her this one. She can listen to the next one. I could. Watch PSN, <laughs> PSN and the soundbite. <laughs> you saying she's not going to listen to this one. Hey, Vito, don't, 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 don't be telling her how much she spent on, on tech. <laughs> I need to know how much I spend on tech. Not all of it. No, she does. Eventually. Nah, you look at him. Look at him. Your head went down, down, bro. <laughs> no, I'm looking. I'm looking down. around. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to see. Yeah. No, she she finds out eventually. I told her about the routers. No. <laughs> <laughs> she knows it's expensive because I made a big deal out of how capable it is. I haven't told her the price. That's right. Yeah. yeah, hold the gun to me. I hold two to you. Well, she knows it's expensive, oh, yeah. and you don't know the price. I don't care. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, you, I'm, you mentioned one, then you said it was three hundred pound, and then you said this one isn't as expensive because that yeah. one does like the whole nine yards. But you yeah. still said it's expensive, so I'm assuming it's that, not. Yeah, there's, there's a. It's not yeah, three hundred pounds, pounds, but it's it's within the hundreds. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> it's more than she would have spent. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I actually bought a router from Amazon. It was so abysmal. She just spoke it to me. It was absolutely abysmal. She like, spoke to me like Robert's uh, Robert's pastor. No, not your pastor, your boss. Not my pastor. Yeah, my line manager. What to say? Aren't you Robert's pastor? No, I'm joking. Um... Damn. <laughs> 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 Unlucky if I'm your pastor. You'll never be my pastor. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Bro, like, the internet was actually faster using data than mm. the bandwidth that the router had. That's mad. That's mad. Are you sure it didn't buy, like, a dial-up modem or something? Bro. <laughs> it would have, it would have, yeah. It was, it was painful. So when I put into Leia's room, so we can still get a decent connection when we're in the bathroom. But you might as well just turn it off and just use your why, thing. Why is that important? Hmm? Why is it important? Why, don't you watch connection? YouTube when you're on the toilet? Okay. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> it's not where I, it's not where I think about having the best connection, but yeah. Yeah, but like man, like you're there for at least 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I've stopped so... taking my phone to the bathroom because I could be there for hours. Yeah. you know what I've, I've tried to do the same because sometimes it's not YouTube you're watching but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's reels and shorts and stuff okay that as well I guess okay. <laughs> moving on it's so, it's so crazy how like this generation of kids will have no idea about dial up yeah. yeah this generation of kids will have no idea about boredom no, they'll still find ways to be bored. No, bro, it's not it's not the same. Leia, bro, Leia will get off the chair from watching videos, walk into the front room and say, I am bored. <laughs> I'm like, it hasn't even been 10 seconds. You don't know what boredom is. Yeah. You really don't know what boredom is. And it's, it's that constant stimulation. It's that constant needing to do something. And as soon as that stops, okay, I'm bored. No, you're not. <laughs> you're really not. Sit on a couch for three hours of nothing to do. You sleep. Or you get a book to read or something. But it's just like, you really don't know boredom. Mm. Well, I only get a book. I haven't read the book in ages. But anyway, that's what we're talking about today. Blacksmith's Furnace. Sorry, not sorry. Who's in the hot seat this week? I think it's you, Pete. Ah, uh, yeah, it might be. Yeah, I was in the hot seat last week. Uh, I was in a hot seat twice. <laughs> and then we did a one-for-one thing. Yeah. And yeah. then Robert came Robert, in. Yeah, yeah, so it's me. It's me. Yeah. Cool. Can I go first? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, 
Peter, have you heard of have you heard the phrase before? The apology should be as loud as the offense. I haven't heard a phrase before, but I understand it. Okay. Uh, what should be the Christian response to such a phrase? Do you think that that's something that Christians should um, strive for or strive to? Um, I guess if, if I'm answering the question, is that something Christians can live by as well? my answer would have to be yes, because it sounds, and I probably need to think about this a little bit more, but it sounds plausible. You know, if you, if I step on your toe, I'm not expecting myself to, or if someone's just step on my toe, not step on my toe, but if someone steps on my shoes, I'm not expecting the same apology as if they hit. Slaps in the face. Well, exactly, as if they hit me in the car, slap, slap me in the face. It should be proportionate. So, yeah, I guess it, it makes sense. I guess... The only thing I would add is Christians should be sincere because it's easy to, if you understand human psychology, as I do, it's easy to say sorry and not mean it. I've said sorry a bunch of times just because it makes you shut up and means you can't say anything. Um, so I think Christians have to be sincere as well. And so that's the only thing I'd probably add to it. But it sounds plausible. It's, at first, sort of listen, it sounds Sounds like something Christians should subscribe to as well. Okay, so here's a scenario for you. Let's say you're preaching on Sunday mm. and then you're talking and I say, Ah, oh, shut up, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> when I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? There was one time I was preaching back in when I was in Salvation Army. And then there's this one guy, he heckles me all the time. So I, was, I was preaching <laughs> and how can you just stand up and shout, Someone go slap that guy. <laughs> Was he joking or or like... he was joking? He was joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <But it> was. <laughs> someone go slap that guy. Bro. But yeah, Peter. If I go, okay, let's say I go and say someone slap, go go slap Peter. Um, is me going to apologize to you in private enough, or because I've insulted you in public, should I then apologize in public as well? Yeah, no, I think I think it's. Because I'm trying to think of how would you apologize in public? Would you heckle me again to apologize? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like I think, yeah, because we'll be trying to resolve. We'll be trying to resolve the issue. I think it's sufficient to apologize in in private. There, sort it out between each other, and then if you want to do a public thing or if it needs to be said, then it can be said. I don't think it. I I, I don't think. Um. I don't think I can apply like a principle to it across the board. Some things mm. will require private um, dealing things dealing things through. Some things will require a public apology or on the same platform. Chris Rock and uh, Dave Chappelle. Well, well oh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle on in their show. Um, apparently, Chris Rock was like, "F your public apology" or something to um, Will Smith's. Uh, hostage video that he did uh, <laughs> using Chris Watch words, so you know something like that, something like that. And uh, but they're not Christian, so again, and that's why I think sincerity is such an important thing. Because again, Will Smith's hostage video, how sincere was it, and how much was it? You know, damage control on a source of income. So I think that's why sincerity is such an important thing, and whether or not sincerity can be um honestly presented through I'm just gonna do this publicly open letter with everyone watching is another question. Or if it's I'm looking at you dead in your eye, apologizing telling you what, why, how I know it's wrong, how I'm not going to do it again, sort of thing. Um yeah. And then apologies should are only valid if they bear fruit. Otherwise, mm. what's the whole mm. point? So yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I like I like that. I was gonna say um John the Baptist bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Yeah, exactly. And so um obviously they went to John the Baptist and confessed their sins in as much as their sins were not done against John the Baptist. Um, mm. but then he was like bear fruit in keeping with so if you're a soldier 
do X if you're a tax collector, don't like do X kind of show that you you have repented. But I I, I would also I I saw different like categories of um saying sorry. So like repentance, like do did you mean towards God, towards yourself, towards other people? Um because obviously like we've our greatest offense is towards God. And the the loudest way that we can shout or we can say that we are we are sorry is by proclaiming Jesus in the way we live, by receiving his love, all of them stuff there. Um yeah, so I was, I was wondering I was wondering if if it extended to what or if it was just relational between us and other human pe- human beings hmm. so that was a question back to you Robert. I was say Robert, yeah. as in the clarification oh um to the person okay then yeah then peter's done his thing yeah hold um on. peter's done his thing um yeah. oh, also just, just before you go i just want to also throw in there um i know sometimes when you do get slighted like you, you, you might want a public apology because the, I guess the embarrassment or that having mm. that person having to go out and be there might make you feel better. Mm. I just, I just be careful. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm saying, check your heart. Be careful. Because mm. <laughs> even though you've been offended, you might be wanting the apology for the wrong reasons, and then yeah. it might not be enough. Because yeah, I was, I was going to say as well. There's something about um, public behavior. And so if, if like, say you're like, you were preaching and then the person was like, oh, someone go slap that guy. Mm-mm. Now, obviously social norms would make people recognize that, nah, that's not cool. Mm. Um, but for someone new to the faith or whatever, he may, oh, so us man can run this banter here. <laughs> you know, like that us man can run this banter, like it's, it's, it's this banter. Mm. And so next person, like pastor's preaching, it's like, oh, shut up, man. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> like, and then it almost becomes like a running job. Mm. And so this thing around um, when it's publicly reestablishing boundaries and, and standards, mm. which would then, so it, it's no longer a case of <clears throat> an apology, but so an apology may factor into it, but now it's to re-establish the boundaries and the norms within the this setting. And so it's like if if like say the new king is is addressing the people and then someone was like, oh someone go slap that guy. Fam. He ain't my king. It, it would be a madness. Hmm. I, I I can I can almost guarantee that handcuffs will get pulled out. People may throw in a couple bangs, a couple kicks, as they're dragging him into the police car. Mm-hmm. His, his his head may hit the door, like it may be a madness. Um, and again, it's public standards and mm. like the norms and stuff. So even when Peter was doing a madness in in Galatians, and Paul addressed him publicly to then set a standard for the rest of the people because Peter's mm. behavior was trickling down to them. Mm. Now, obviously, Peter was a leader. But, mm. um, so yeah, I, I was thinking along the lines of setting a standard, mm. um, which would include, I would imagine, typically would include an apology, the person recognizing, acknowledging that it was a mistake for me to have done this. And then using that as as part of this process of, um, re-establishing the norms of of that community of that setting, because mm. I, I can almost guarantee if you did that in a mosque, you get flogged. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, you happy with that, Robert? I am very happy with that, Peter. Sweet. My question. Um, I'm really thinking about this in terms of the clips because I, I don't want it to go over a minute. Um, so my question is what how would you walk someone through their approach to the Bible if they were only approaching it from the perspective of trying to get principles and strategies 
um, in this new age system. So they were not particularly Christian. They may be, they may not be, but they were like, I want to learn the principles that the Bible presents so that I can live a good life or I can improve my life and stuff. How would you, how would you interact with them? Um, am I, just to get clarity in your question, am I trying to convince them or am I trying to address whether or not that's a good way to approach the Bible or am I trying to? It's entirely up to you how you want to take it. But like you're talking to someone and they're like, yo, like I've been studying the Bible because I know that the Bible has got principles that we need to live by. And so even like going through the Proverbs and seeing, oh, cool, so I need to do this, I need to do that. Going through like how we ought to live, do not kill, do not steal. Like, Are these people Christians? Are these people Christians or, or trying to be Christians? Man, New man. age. They're just trying to get the principles and trying, mm. to, like, trying to do their own thing. Yeah, because there are people who study the Bible, study the Quran, study all of these things, and they just try to extract the principles and then try to live a quote unquote good life. No, that is quite literally what New Age is all about is trying to make it such that they play nicely with all those religions. I'm like, yes, no, there's wisdom here, there's wisdom here, there's wisdom here, but you are God. (laughs) 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 Um, Russell Brand, um, no, um, um, so I think. If you if you go looking for tools in the Bible, you'll find some. Mm. You'll find a lot, and so yeah, Proverbs is a good place to go. Um, uh, you can look at the uh, you can look at the laws of Moses and the way that he dealt with building a social sort of um, self policing uh, society framework. The mm. the Ten Commandments, all of those things end up being tools if you just want principles that are good to live by what i would challenge is go to the teachings of christ but then not just the um you know turn the other cheek good tonight stories but then the he who looks lustfully at a woman commits adultery the um the reprimand of peter when he you know swung a sword to defend Christ Um, and those things go, go to those as well. And I will challenge you to try and live by them without the Holy spirit. And so I, I'd, I'd really just say it would be, it would be, you can find useful tools and tips and America is a good example of this. America's constitution was written by men who for the most part claim to read. I don't, I don't want to say claim, but for the most part, took inspiration from the Bible. Abraham Lincoln, I think, is mm. quoted as saying, you know, it's impossible to govern without the Bible. Um, and yet we look at America now. So it's possible to sort of get principles from these things. And, and yeah, there, there's loads of places to do that. Um, I would suggest that outside of those principles is a undeniable sort of um, challenge to live righteously and righteousness requires I don't know if I'm answering your question if I'm going off on a tangent but righteousness doesn't require you to meet XXX standards righteousness requires you to be in right standing with God which is not something you're capable of doing without God and so it would more or less be look it's an exercise in futility to try and find the secret source to help you live a good life in the Bible, because the Bible points you to God being the only source of a truly good life. Which again, I don't know if that's answering your question, but yeah. Not particularly, but it's, uh, (laughs) yeah, not particularly, but it's a good, um, because I think that this this question would be a very tricky one to navigate, because I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about it now and I'm like, how would I navigate this? Because if this person is, like actively looking through multiple faiths for this amalgamation of the right ways to live your life, then arguably he's not particularly looking for a um, divine figure. Mm-hmm. He is trying to be the divine. He is trying to be this enlightened individual, yeah. whatever. Um, I think I might and, question him. I think I might, sorry, I'm going to think I might question him yeah. and like, or her and like ask, like, where is your reference point for what is good and what is right? Yeah, uh, and, and that's yeah. what it boils down to is that accountability because 
we can't derive good and right from well, well that's what the, that's what the society is now preaching is you can be your own god you can be your own sovereignty yeah um you can be your own moral compass yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and if that case and, and if that's the case you you can go murder someone and, and it'd be okay if you think it's okay you know because no, like isn't isn't shiva both the goddess of death and the goddess of life so like god and like and so with the same hands like the images of shiva she's holding like something representing life but she's also holding a, a decapitated head she's fluid bro she's fluid and so if you were to like embody multitudes of faiths and stuff then the 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 moral compass would be askew would be like you wouldn't have a real anchor as to what then determines right or wrong because even there's there's a freestyle from common i believe where he's in the same line he's mentioning the quran and jesus or like the quran and, like, <laughs> he, he's yeah, mixing yeah. the thing and it's, yeah. it's just like but it's like and i'm just like okay, mm, your freestyle is dope but what you're saying right now i'm like it's a bit um so that there would be a questioning of um there would be, yeah, I, I don't know how I'd address it myself. I don't yeah. know how I'd address it. Um, and that's why I was like, I don't, it didn't quite answer the question because I think this one is pretty tricky. Yeah. Uh, it, it comes down to, is that something you can do? Yes, you can find principles in the Bible that you want to live by and it will make you a quote unquote good person. Yeah. Is that what the Bible is for? I think no. Mm. The Bible isn't for we pick this, we pick this, we pick this, we're good people. The Bible shows us we can't be good people except yeah. for God, and thus we need him, which comes back to what Robert was saying. And you can't be you can't be the source of truth because mm. you are yourself transient and yeah. you are yourself not thinking. So it's, yeah, yeah it, it's, 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 it's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like if you are looking through multiple faiths then either it's a very surface level search you are just trying to find the the quotes that like tantalize the taste buds or whatever and you're like yeah i can run with this um yeah i, I don't know but yeah yeah it's cool it's a good thing that all of us are stumped yeah i think i think it might it'd be good to take them to the passages where Jesus is telling people to do things that are counterintuitive. Like if someone slaps you, turn your other cheek. Um, if someone wants your shirt, give them your coat as well. Cause that goes, that, that goes against the, the norms. And then I feel like that would then open up a conversation or like at least a debate that you could further have um, conversations about why Jesus is saying we should do these things. Yeah. And then maybe I that think... could be the, the first plantings. Do you know, I think even even going off of that, I think I would I would initially make a distinction between philosophy and religion. Um, so in philosophy, people are trying to think through the best ways to to live life. Mm. Um, they're thinking through what is life, how do we navigate these things, ethics, and blah blah blah. Um, so Confucianism, Taoism, um, Stoicism, all of those things fall under philosophy. Um, some people have tried to amalgamate them into faiths, but they predominantly fall under philo uh, philosophy. But when you go to a religious book, they are presenting a God. They're presenting a divine being, um, either in control of everything or forms part of a cohort of divine beings that control things. And I think I would take them to the book of John. I think like, the book of John where Jesus is like, you search the scriptures, but in them you think you find eternal life, but they're the very same that point to me. Um, again, it's like mentions um, after he heals the person who was born blind, he's like, I came to give those who are blind sight and take sight away from those who think they can see. And then the Pharisees are like, oh, so what are you trying to say we're blind? It's like, well, you said you can see, so your sin remains. Um, and like just pointing out that yo like this god that you're trying to dance around came to do 
came to take literally take your sight away if you think you can see to help you see that you can't and then give you sight um and even like revelations you think you can see but you're blind come to me that you may buy uh, eye salve and stuff um so i think i'll take him to the book of john and just really challenge his philosophy his approach to life so just be like yo jesus is like if you think you can do x it's a it's peak for you but yeah that's but i think again that would very much depend on the person's disposition and the personality and where the person is at um but yeah the book of john is currently just giving me haymakers mm-hmm. but yeah i'm happy with where it is we're 25 minutes deep oh all right let's get into today's topic and a bit of a backstory. So right now it's it's Friday night, right? Usually we record Friday on a Thursday. Night. Usually we record on a Thursday, but I think hey, that I think I think the consensus was that I think they were all just feeling a bit heavy. Mm. I'm ready to come, <laughs> bro. This guy messaged at like nine o'clock or something. Yeah, because you guys were all saying. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they really can see your face, you know. They can actually see your face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and guys, guys, I'm trying to be emotional here. Oh, sorry. You know, Thursday we had some some brilliant <laughs> conversation with straight face. <laughs> I'm trying to be emotional here. <laughs> sorry, but yeah, Thursday, Queen of England. Oh, I didn't know that's where we're going. I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. (laughs) Rest in peace. You know, I want to make some jokes, but I I also want to talk about something serious at the same time. (laughs) Okay, so a few jokes. (laughs) The meme meme that most interrupted. The meme was a madness. That was so funny. And I don't know if it's just me. It's probably not just me, right? (laughs) But the way people are so distraught that the Queen is dead, (laughs) <laughs> I'm like saying that she was an icon, she was a leader. I'm just sitting there like, mm, mm, mm. But in my head, I'm thinking, but what did she do? She ain't no, so no, no um, Florence Nightingale. I said the same thing to Anita. <laughs> like, oh, you're just heartless. You're just heartless. I'm like, do you know how many people died today? Like, why is it? Why are we so what did she do? But yeah. I, I just to sort of not not just to push back a little bit, because um we we the only radio we can listen to is premier stuff and they all three of their stations, they've been doing one program literally all day talking about the Queen. And it sounds like she was she was at least standing up for her faith to some capacity. Um, so it sounds like she was Christian and standing up for it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I knew a few people who were chaplain to the priest, um, chaplain to the chaplain to the queen, and obviously COV. You swear allegiance to the queen. This Church of England, like she's the figurehead of the church. She's um, leader, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm 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 assuming that just based on where you're employed, you you are going to hear a lot about it. Robert. Oh yeah! Um, oh yeah! Yeah, not mentioning names or anything, but I reckon you're going to hear a lot about it because right. yeah, we already got the email this morning about it. We <laughs> got, yeah. got the email message. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, okay, that's the jokes out of the way. Um, and some another piece of news that was also doing the rounds on social media was about the killing of this a young man, black man. Yeah. Chris, Car- Chris Carbo, unarmed guy that was shot. Unarmed guy. Yeah. Um, and it was it was, it was like an interesting juxtaposition, you know, where on one hand you've got the white queen dying, and on the other hand you've got this black guy dying at the hands of the white people, and it's like the more things change, the more things stay the same, you know, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, and. And it's interesting how there'll be two different types of mourning happening mm. over, over these two events. You know, one will be met with like jubilation, celebrating this wonderful long life. On the other side, people angry and sad at a life mm. that was cut short. 
Um, and I know that I know there are already black people that didn't mess with the queen anyway because you know colonialism, slavery, all them things. So. Yeah. Um, but now for, for for this to happen, almost to be almost like I've, I've seen it on the news a bit, but it's kind of been swept under the rug. It's it's mm. like it's it's like page twenty two news mm. sort of thing. Um. So as black men, you know, growing up in London for the for some of us, some of us got transported <clears throat> legally, illegally. I'll leave that for you people to decide. <laughs> Um, I don't even know who he's talking about. <laughs> just know Amy. <laughs> I feel like trying to send shots all around. Fam, I was, I was, I was, I came out the womb with that red passport. Just saying. Oh, uh, my passport was red as well. Was? <laughs> it is. What isn't it black now? It's a isn't navy a blue. It's a dark navy blue. Yeah. If you're from here, you would know that. Just saying. Anyway, I was making a point. Yeah, so as black men growing up in London, uh, let me just say this before. White people are very defensive when it comes to the Queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piers Morgan almost had a fight with someone on the Norton show over, I think he called it, the person called the Queen that old bag or something like that, and he almost fought him. <laughs> He should have, because Piers Morgan deserves a punch in the face. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and allow you to speak about our queen like that. I'm like, raw. You you actually stand up for something. <laughs> but how do we as black people, or is this even the time to be having these conversations about why we don't want to be celebrating the queen's life? If that's how we feel. Like, mm. for me, I'm neutral about it. Um... And I know there's some people that don't like the Queen. I know there's some people that are angry that um, Chris isn't being talked yeah. about as much. Um, are these conversations we should be having starting? And if so, like, how do we go about talking about it? Like I've heard um, a funeral isn't the place for the truth. And you, you, normally, you normally hear how great a person is, you know, at their... You know, they're awake keeping or, you know, well, as people read their obituaries and memory, whatever. It's also so, when the, 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 um, the hidden family come. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're African. <laughs> well, <laughs> free, uh, free, free families. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's interesting That's because, wild. it's interesting because I think, it's I guess it's the emotional height is the heightened emotional state it's the loss of a person loss of a life um even though people die all the time people die every every day um and at the very worst this person has quite literally lived a very good life a very long life you know I heard she was um somewhere else. Balmora or something like that? Balmora, that's like a holiday home in up in yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Um, you know, so quite obviously privileged. Um, I think I think there's there needs to be a sensitivity to the heightened emotional state, to the fact that people are, for whatever reason, very invested, very upset, um, and I think that if you're to have an effective communication, that needs to be considered because we can, we, you can be right and shout the right thing from the rooftop. But if you are not being effective in communicating it, then what's mm. the point? And if people are super upset and this isn't the time to point out, you know, all these things, then are you really helping the cause? And should it be that I'm more interested in being right than I am in being effective in helping the cause? I don't think so. And so I, I think there's a conversation that needs to be had, but I think that we need to be sensitive to the timing. Hmm. What, what, what is the cause? Well, the, the cause would be drawing attention to the fact that, you know, I think um, there's a radio host that, tweeted something um 
along the lines of racism being abolished in the 60s, but still thriving. And he was asking the question, should black and brown skin people mourn? And obviously people are like, yeah, they should kick him off of talk sport. They're, you know, they're the council, council trains coming for him. But it's like, it's, it's a good question to ask. And the cause is bringing attention to the fact that, you know, we have a monarchy that quite literally represents, you know, that represents the fact that, you know, this country, small as we are, went around conquering other countries and, and making slaves of them. I I always I always am a bit like weirded out by like the Commonwealth Games because it's quite literally <laughs> Uh, sorry, I think I think you're. I think you're muted. muted from that oh, yeah. I'm saying, bro, they still have Commonwealth Games of where the countries that they colonized can come together and play sports in front of them. And, and it's, I'll never forget the meme. It's the Queen sitting there watching them do that march past and going like, oh, "I used to own all these places." <laughs> you know? And bro, she, she's still sitting on, on on stolen gold with with with, with stolen jewels in her crown. Yeah. Ain't no more. But it's it, it, sorry. It's, it, it's just it's it's an interesting thing to to be be here and have that history and have this person that, as oh. you said, is still benefiting from that history, um, and not feel a way about it and not not draw attention to it. So the cause is drawing attention to that, drawing attention to the fact that that's still a thing. People are still benefiting from it. People are still suffering uh, from it. Um, but is this the time to do that? And is this mm. effective in doing that? Or is this just going to, you know, get swept under the cup because now you're trying to make something about something else sort of thing? But I guess the question is, if not now, then when? When is a good time to have this kind of conversation? Bro, there is never a good time to have this conversation. Mm. White people are always mourning about something. There's always something that they're, go- they're like, it's, it's, ne- it's, it's never convenient to talk about race. Mm. It's never convenient to talk. But would you agree there are better the death, times? There are better times and the death of a, of a, of a public figure um, arguably isn't one of those times. But arguably, especially when it, it coincides with the innocent killing. Now, again, like I, I say innocent mm. very tentatively because I, I haven't looked into the story to figure out what's going on, like what happened, why was he being chased? Like I think he got, it, yeah, it was a car chase. It was a car chase, but it why was... did they get into the car chase in the first place? Why was he involved in the car? And, and it's not trying to victim blame or anything like that. I'm just saying, I do not know anything about this other than this person got shot. And I'm sorry, I may be black, like all of them things there, I am not about to sink my life into every black endeavor without having the facts. Like I need to understand, I need to know what I'm fighting for, what I'm, what I'm rallying against or whatever. Um, so just because he's black and he got killed is very unfortunate, but I don't know the circumstances behind it. No, but I think, I think sorry, go on, Pierre. I was going to say, because I think the story or the, the headline as I saw it was the fact that he was also unarmed and he was shot. Yes, yes. And so for me, in as much as you're completely right, and I think the Bible even says, you know, it's a fool who decides on the matter before hearing the details. Mm. Um, but especially in this country, an unarmed person being shot to death, I think is significant. Is is a step too far. Like, p- the police officers typically aren't trigger happy. No, not at all. They aren't so trigger happy. To get that and- far... And from from what I have heard, speaking to a police officer, person have met person. I'm saying person, cause I'm not trying to. Yeah, <laughs> man. Person mentioned like there is a special unit. Yeah, not even all of them. Who is not all? There's a special unit yeah. who alone are like sanctioned to carry guns. Yeah. yeah. And so for that unit to have been called out. Or for someone from that unit to have been involved. Um, again, I'm like, why was he in the car chase? Why <laughs> was that unit fair. there? Um, and for that unit to have been involved, then there was there's there was at least a suspicion 
mm. of considerable harm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and unfortunately, like I've had police chases right in front of my house where the people drove into another person's house, legged it, like, and the shooting was literally just down the road from us. Mm. It was in Streatham, the Streatham Hill. And that's, that's literally like two minutes away from my mum's house. Mm. And so again, it's just like having lived in these areas, having known, and I'm not trying to say lumping them into, into categories of other people. I'm just like, yo, like I know man them, not everyone fits the stereotype, but I'm just like, what was the circumstances behind this? There needs to be a thorough and like a thorough investigation. I don't know the circumstances behind it. I can't, but just the escalate. It's not like America where every police officer is carrying a gun. Yeah, but then, but but but, but then I think the problem is like like in America, even though we don't have guns, um, being being black is enough of a reason for there to be a suspicion of harm. You could just be walking down the street in an area that you could be walking down, let's say Kensington, you know, as a mm. black person, you'll be deemed as, as, as suspicious. Oh, facts. Yeah, but 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 there is there is the very very um, uh, um, uh, fact that um, in this country it does take us it does get to a certain level before the armed police get involved, mm. like before there's guns involved, it does it does have to go up a certain chain. Like we've got a good system there at the very least, we've got a good system there. That means we're not having as many you know, shootings for no reason. Um, so, so you, you yeah. are right, but for it, it, I think there is there is yeah. merit to... It is unfortunate the that there, an, un, an unarmed individual got gunned down, um, where arguably police officers could have used tasers, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, I th- was it Mike Duggan? Mark Duggan. Mark mm. Duggan, obviously... Um, again, um, unarmed, um, shot down, riots, stuff like that. Um, and yeah, like th- these are really unfortunate situations and happenings. But as, as like, it, it takes a significant either piece of information or whatever uh, lead for the armed police to be called out and so I'm very much like yo why were they called out why did this officer have a gun like what what's the circumstances behind it yes there needs to be an investigation yes but why why was it why why this um and also um I forgot the second point and and I know because you know speaking to police officers or knowing some police officers and and military personnel personally, um, there's also lots of like um, protocol and then follow up paperwork and and procedures that they have to go through to justify mm. use of of lethal force. So it's yeah, it's 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 not as bad as it is in America, for sure. Um, yeah. which then gives some hope that there will be that investigation. There will be those inquiries. There will be an explanation as to why mm. lethal force was used. Whether or not that explanation is justifiable will become another conversation because yeah. at yeah. the end of the day, a human being has been killed. Yes. Who, even if he was the worst possible kind of human being, can be redeemed and, and has intrinsic value as a human being that mm. shouldn't be just you know thrown away. So, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, th- there is the, the victim mentality of as soon as something happens to a black person, where, like, oh, look, they're doing it again. Mm. Um, where, yes, they might be doing it again. Yes, there may be um, credibility to that statement. But sometimes that that mindset um, is a very fixed mindset, and we're oppressed, where and 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 it doesn't have that 
ability to be able to critically reflect mm. on ourselves and to see how we can potentially grow, not grow from being killed, but grow as a people group. Grows like, yo, was this person actually doing something bad? Mm. Was this person in the wrong? Um, was it like, what? And, and, and so, yeah, it's, it's a very tricky and sensitive situation. Again, it's like people are mourning, people are trying to make sense of stuff, people are trying to get answers. And this isn't trying to like look down or speak down on anything it's like yes let's do let's do what we need to do and let's make sure it's done thoroughly let's let's advocate let's march let's let's do whatever but as a community let's move forward let's keep consistently taking steps forward and we can't take steps forward unless we are critically evaluating ourselves and critically actually seeing what can we do how can we improve our situations um but in terms of in contrast to the queen it's yo the the queen has lived her life 96 good years of luxury by the way of luxury it, it, it should be said of luxury of luxury she's lived her life and so i'm like yeah sad that she's gone but she's lived her life i was gonna say something i mean she lived her life and she passed away my man got killed there's difference to this and they were like oh like he was soon like he was to become a father Again, so there's now a met, kid without. There's now a, a child without a father, whereas who's about to be born. Whereas all of her children are fine. You know, like who's going to become a king? You know, yeah. like that. Nah. So there are practicalities around it, and I'm just like, yeah, like this. Yeah, there, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth. Um, but I, I am tired of um, the victim mentality. The remaining in shackles, they're not not holding ourselves to a standard and perpetuating a sort of victim, like just living in squalor. I'm not saying like that's what he was doing, but I'm just like, yo, let's 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 step forward. Let's take it's it's almost like what you were saying, be so good they can't deny it. Mm. They can't deny the excellence that's coming from this community. Um not so much the exact same words, but along those lines. Yeah. Right, I don't know about you shaking your head. Oh, sorry, go on. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I was just looking around. <laughs> I was just looking around. Random, random side note then. Did having a queen mean anything to any of you guys? No. No. I mean, I watched The Crown and, and it might maybe like her a bit more, but. Okay. <laughs> my life didn't change. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was, I was almost of like a killmonger disposition. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't that far along. Fam, I was, I was like, because like the crown you're wearing is essentially spoils of war. Yeah. No, but you know what? I, I can't be mad at that. If you win the war. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. But yeah, it's 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 my again, it's like, it's thing like is common, it's like the Commonwealth situation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you went up parading, man's wearing the man's wearing the crown. It's like, yeah, you might be free now, but man owned you, man. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. forget that. Yeah. Dance for me, monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> I think my thing is, yeah, win the war, cool. The winner win, winner's the winner. But don't don't come and then say you know equality, all of this good stuff, but still be wearing the crown. No, like that. <laughs> like no, your like actions that. match the message. Yeah. You know. Did, did any of you guys did the queen mean anything to you guys? No. No. And it's, it's it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet here because I. So Robert, I believe. No, Peter, were you born here? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh right, so man's the only immigrant from in in the furnace. That's why. That's why I didn't know who uh, who Robert shots were. I'll send them for you both. Until, until, he said, until he said the the, Ghan- the Ghanaian thing. passport was burgundy as well. Well, I don't have a Ghanaian passport. Well, I, I I did. Yeah. It's burgundy as well. Um. So, 
I'm I'm like Ghana was a British colony, I believe. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, the very British. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting heated. The first ones to break free. I'm on Dr. Kwame Nkrumah. Um, my, my my thing is, I as an immigrant, I have gratitude f- um, for living here. That there is a level of gratitude that I have, because um, my mum jumped through hoops mm. to get not only myself but my sisters here. Um, and then whilst here, we've been integrated into society and we've gained access to the infrastructure and blah, blah, blah. So by virtue of, and it wouldn't just be where, wherever I would have immigrated to, I would have had gratitude for that environment, that structure, that system, that government accepting me into, into, the, into their space. Mm. Um, and some level of gratitude for those who have paved the way for that environment to be what it is. Okay. And so um, there is a level of gratitude that I have. Now, is it directed towards the queen? Not particularly. I think it's directed to just the UK as a space, as a place, as whatever. There is this level of gratitude that, because I wouldn't be who I am right now without what it has afforded me. Now, the queen is the monarch or was the monarch of, of this place. And so there is a level of that where it's just like, yo, like this is your land that has accepted me and has brought me into this place. Um, but it, there is a twinge of bitterness, recognizing the history, recognizing the past, recognizing like how it became what it was. Um, and also recognizing the, the residue, the, the present residue of that history in terms of racism and systemic stuff. Um, and so it is a bittersweet. Um, well, I say bittersweet, it's not sweet that she's dead. Nah, that's not it. But it's, it's like a bittersweet relationship that I have with this place. I think it's from yeah, that she, as far as I know, it's just another person that, you know, some taxes go to. For whatever reason, now it's now that she's passed and like literally Premier Radio, like I said, their three stations are all running the same program talking about her. And I'm now hearing that you know she supported Scripture Union and um, did a lot of philanthropic things for the church. That's now where I'm sort of like, oh, okay, you know, she was an advocate for the church as the you know head of the Church of England. So that's where I'm like, okay, cool. But even then, it's like, well done on stewarding the stuff that your parents, parents, parents stole from Africa and giving some of it to the church. Cool. That's nice. Um, at least. <laughs> but For stewarding like, your generational sins. You know, it's like she died among however many died yesterday. And she lived... 96 as I said in lived a good life it's you know and and that's the other thing as well is death in and of itself ends up just being the step to the next place and the concern mm. rather would be with where is she going to spend eternity where are everyone that died yesterday going to spend eternity where are we going to spend eternity but eventually we die that should be the greater concern um, but just dying just just dying. So. Yeah, I think it's. How do you feel, Robert? No, you said you don't care. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 interesting having been in the COV circles, seeing their response. Yeah. Um, that that has been very interesting. Because um, was it Philip who passed away first? Yeah. Rest in peace. So. <laughs> It was interesting seeing the response to him and now seeing the response to the Queen. Um, even there was a guy that I, I, I know who got interviewed and he proper like 
took the soundbite of the interview and posted it on his Instagram and then like did a story, whole situation thing. And there is this real sense of, yeah, and I think I, I, I can't lie. It's idol worship. What's happening right and now? That's, that's, that's mm. the thing. That's, that's the thing where I'm just mm. like, that's what I don't get. It's like I, I I get she's a queen. I get queen, and, and, and the thing care. is, she's a queen that doesn't make rules or she's a figurehead. She's a figurehead. She's a figurehead. And I, I I get I get. Because even, even when I was in Ghana, like, the king or the queen of my l- little v- town or whatever would die, and I wouldn't care. The only <laughs> thing that I would care about is, and this is the maddest part, the only thing that I would care about is when the king dies, what they used to do was, and I don't know if they actually did it, but this is what I was told. If... They would catch they would catch stray kids and behead them and then put their heads around the king's coffin so that the kid that like the spirits of the kids would protect the king. I mean that kind of sounds hard, but hey. <laughs> like, it's, and so and it, it's like there there was a procession of the king's car, uh, casket going through the town. And the advice was, don't go to see it. They could catch you. Because they could catch you. Yeah, I know. In I know in villages in Ghana as well, when the king or chief dies, no funerals are held until the chief is is um, buried. Buried. So your husband could die, and then he needs to sit at the mortuary until Mad. they they do that. So there there is that. I think it's. I think it's definitely. There's definitely an element of idol worship. Yeah. And I've had to be very sensitive to sort of speak in my mind because you know they're like at work. They're like, oh, should we change our profile picture to show solidarity? And <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like you know, it's all cool, man. But it's like, yeah, it's wait, as in your individual profile pictures or the company's profile pictures? Individual profile pictures. Yeah, drop me out. Drop me out. <laughs> drop me out. Drop me out. Drop me out. She did. I must I must say, because I learned it, only because I learned it like recently, it sounds like she did do a lot for the church. And do you know what? Having been in the C of E circles, yeah. I agree. I do agree that I've heard a lot about her... I don't know the actual things that she did, but I've heard people saying how she has protected and she has invested and she has pushed forward yeah. the Christian agenda yeah. Um, yeah. within within the UK and stuff as as far as her power kind of extends. Now, if I saw that ability. more, if I saw that more, definitely I'd be a bigger fan because we're, this is a super secular country. Yeah, um, but I guess but- I guess it's almost. Um, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing type situation. Possibly. Yeah. 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 Cause it does sound like she was doing a lot, you know, and she wasn't, she, she was obviously not actively yeah. broadcasting. So you could very well be right there. Could very well Cause be yeah. Right. One of, one of the people that I know personally was a chaplain to the queen. Yeah. And she was like, yo, like the queen has got a really deep and rich and like vibrant faith. Mm-hmm. And she's actively like pondering on on faith, on yeah. Christ, on just like how to kind of do things. And when she said it, there was a there was a sincerity in the way that she said it. And it was like, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying this because yeah. I'm a chaplain. Yeah. But like there was a deep conviction as to the validity and the truth of Which, how maybe, she was kind of going about it. Maybe Sunday she just feel she might have felt frustrated, like, yo. Know, King, whatever, could do the crusades and kill people. Why can't I just... <laughs> um, what? You're so stupid, bro. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Um, let's round up, because there was, there, was, there was a joke I heard. I want to tell you guys, but I can't do it on the podcast. <laughs> Hookups? Hookups, can I go first? You can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My hookup will be a um, app. It's an app for listening to podcasts. Um, it's called 
snipped um, SNIPD. And the unique thing about it is, you know, you might make notes in um, in Audible, in Kindle, you know, highlight stuff. Snip gives you the opportunity to do that with podcasts as well. Mm. So when you hear something you like, you can um, click to make a snip and it uses AI to figure out the beginning of that point um, and where you design, where you select it to end and creates a little clip for you um, to archive and send off and, and use. And, you know, it's, it's essentially gives you the opportunity to highlight your podcast. So, yeah, check it out. I've, I've literally moved all of my podcasts that aren't just entertainment to it and podcasts that I, you know, normally would want to highlight stuff in. I am listening to that in Snip now, and it's free. So, check oh, it out. For now. Yeah. Hey, Peter be listening to mad podcasts, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, check it out, Snipped. I think it's on Apple and Android. So, yeah. Um, if I can go next, I think mine would be a book. Um, like my reading, my reading is just exploding, which is good. Um. But I'm starting to recognize trends and habits and stuff. And I'm just like, ah, okay, you lot are being cheeky right now. Um, but one that I just gone, yeah, one that I found really helpful is a book called Attached. I need to, I'll send the group the actual book, but it speaks about um, attachment theory and attachment styles. Um, so the three main, I think they're like subsections, but the three main one is avoidant, anxious, and securely attached. Um, and it kind of breaks down those um, different ones and how the ideal attachment style is, is securely attached. And it kind of helps you navigate wherever you may be, wherever the deficiencies may be. Um, actually, no, I may switch it to anxiously attached, which is the one that I've actually read because um, I have an anxious attachment style and it actually walks you through certain things that you can do to actually move towards being securely attached. And it's a very, um, like, what's the word? It's, it's, a, it's a good enough book to give you strategies, but also it isn't going to lull you into a false sense of security that is going to be happily ever after, but there's still needing to be work and you still need to be conscious about it. Um, so it doesn't give you a false sense of security. Um, yeah. It's a balanced book that helps, gives you tangible things to be able to kind of work through um, in your pursuit to be more securely attached. So that book, that book that I mentioned is specifically is called anxiously attached. I will send the author to the group. But yeah, that will be my hookup. Cool. Uh, my hookup will be a game. It's a card game. It's called Cockroach Poker. <sighs> yeah, it's a nice little game. It's, it's, it's 64 cards. You've got eight different creatures on it, eight of each kind. And you're trying to guess. So someone will put a card down and say, this is like, let's say it's a cockroach. You have to, you have to try and guess whether they're telling the truth or telling or not. Telling the not. <laughs> if, if if you guess right, the card goes in front of them. If you guess wrong, you put the card in front of you. Um, when you get four of the same kind of creature in front of you, you lose the game, and the game's over. It's a great little game. Teaches you teaches people how to oh, like. Wow. So the to... first person who loses, the game is over. It's yeah, you're out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's not the first. It's not. You, you're not. You're trying to win. Yeah. You're trying to not lose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a nice little game. Yeah. But so yeah, it's not a case of um playing the next round of that person not in it. No, 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 no. Like the game's done. Yeah, okay. the game's done. And that's a nice little game. Let's round up. I don't think I've got time to go to Chinese, which is a bit sad. Which is good. I'm gonna try to. <laughs> All right, let's round up then. Cool. Shout out to Root for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the Audrey Maze logo. Twitter at the Furnace UK. Instagram at TBS Furnace. Email tbsfurnace.com. You can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash Blacks Furnace. On all good podcasts, the website has apps to Blacks Furnace with no apostrophe, no with an apostrophe. 
and that's it so this is the blacksmith's furnace oh, signing oh, there up was a point. there was a thing i wanted to discuss that i think the listeners oh, were... up. Yes. <laughs> you demon what <laughs> said you demon <laughs> Robert, come on fast. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. <laughs> this is the blacksmith spreading side it out. <laughs> you villain, bro. Anyway, the joke before.